Welcome, everybody, to the Dirty Slides podcast. I am your host, Joe Prano, coming to you live once again with my co-host from the Laz Lair, Andy Laz Lazarus. What it is, Joe. What it is, my friend. We are, we are banging one out in a quick turnaround since our last episode. You know, I think most sliders are, are prepared for a three to 15 week break in between each episode. Yeah. And we're coming. This is like, it's like, it's almost a bonus episode. Yeah. It's almost a bonus. But you said to me yesterday, you go, we should record one tomorrow. It'll either be a game seven preview or a right. world series, series 2021 season wrap up. And here we are. I can't believe I'm going to say these words. I haven't said them out loud yet. The Atlanta Braves are your 2021 World Series champs. Yeah. And, you know, I don't have the same level of hate or uh, division nemesi kind of feel for the Braves as you do. So it's not a big problem. I think this team is just, it's pretty fucking fun. And they went out and flat out dominated yesterday. You yeah, know? it is. It is definitely sad as an NL Easter to see it happen, but I got to give them credit. You know, they were a 500 ball club sitting in second or third place. Uh, when Acuna goes down, they go all in, they make what seemed like non, like non exciting deadline moves it seemed like real places it seemed like oh you guys aren't selling at the deadline right you're just kind you of like jock peterson yeah that was something duval I mean, honestly before Solaire. acuna I mean, got hurt before acuna got hurt the braves in my mind were just known as like the guys who fight the marlins all the time yeah that was it and uh somebody sold waylo on jorge soler who has been a, a super talented guy for a long time. Just the world series whatever. MVP. The first Cuban born MVP. Um, uh, that home run that he hit that put them up three, nothing in your mind where you're like, is this, uh, you know, Island mullet guy. What was his name? With the Island mullet. Yeah. Garcia. Yep. This guy's throwing too many curveballs, bro. Like, you can't be that afraid of throwing a fastball. I mean, Jorge Soler looks as impressive in a uniform as anybody, you know, maybe since Glenn Braggs. But (laughs) (laughs) you got to throw the guy a fastball, don't you? Yeah. Even the modern-day Danny Tartable's got to get a fastball (laughs) once in a while. Right. Um, Yeah, I mean, the really savvy pickups – to replace Acuna and they do it. They go on a run. The Mets, of course, melt. I mean, the, the, the Mets, 109 days in first place, melt. And then the team that overtakes them goes on to win the World Series. Extra frustrating. Um, but at least but, it's not the Phillies, right? Oh, I yeah. Mean, which, For sure, at least it's not the Phillies. Yeah. You know? um, it hurts worse than the Nationals did a couple of years ago. <laughs> but it doesn't hurt as much as a Phillies championship ever. The sad thing about being a Mets fan is the Braves have two. The Phillies have one. The Nationals have one. 
and the Marlins have two, three. <laughs> two, two three. right? Two or three since 97, 97, 2003, right? Yeah. Two right. since the Mets won in 86. So the Mets are. So basically the Mets, it's been the longest since they, since they won the World Series uh, in the division. Yeah, by a long shot. Right. And um, it, on average, the teams in the division have one and a half since then. Right, right. So, wait a minute. The Cubs, let's just go through it. The only teams that don't have a World Series championship since 1986 in the National League are the Brewers, right? Right. Brewers don't have one. The Pirates. The Red. When was the Red last Reds one? 1990. 1990. Yeah. So the Reds oh, got us. The Reds got you. The, the Cubs got you. Yeah. The Cardinals certainly do. Yep. Right. The uh, Rockies. The Rockies have been in a couple World Series, but didn't win. Right. The Padres. Right. Right. Who have also been in one, but didn't win. Right. Uh, Giants got them. Dodgers just got one. And the Dodgers and the Dodgers technically had one in 88. So that's also since. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Dodgers had one in 88. Right. And then they had a fake one in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. That makes you kind of the new Cubs. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> that's awful. That's awful. I'm sorry. It's like you, well, the Pirates are the new Cubs. It's not really you. You know, it's not you. Yeah. It's them. No, it's us. We, we don't have an excuse. And, um, you know, not to make this an entire like Mets sadness podcast, we'll get back to the world champion Atlanta Braves and the Houston Astros. But also the Mets are firing DUI GMs and then getting trolled by Buster only. And then whatever, like, it's just, it's a bad, we're in a bad spot right now we just need to feels like even women gms are turning the bets down yes we're now we now can't get like the we can't even get like the uh diversity hires to accept the jobs (laughs) but you know uh like if like if Jessica Mendoza becomes the GM of the oh Mets, my God. Oh my are God. you tossing? Are you tossing those headphones off immediately, chucking them against the wall, walking out of this podcast? Yeah, for sure, and <laughs> and 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 abandoning the Mets and becoming like a, you know, a Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim fan. Oh, you don't do that to yourself. Like, be like a White Sox fan. Be something random. Yeah, become like a just... Twins fan or something. But like, if I did, if I did do it, I would have to go. I'd be a Padres fan. That's what I. Would yeah, say. you'd be a Padres fan. I'd be a Padres fan, because yeah. then I could go to the games regularly. And right. but like for you know, the 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 Mets do have one thing: they have money. And this, uh, people were very upset at Joe Buck, who mentioned during Freddie Freeman's last at bat that it could be his last at bat as an Atlanta Brave because technically he's a free agent. Although I mean, everything in my soul tells me that he'll resign with the Braves, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Un- unless they take this opportunity to like do the Marlins thing and like we got one, now we 
sell for pennies on the dollar and like plan the next one 10 years. But that just seems you just won the world. Like that, that's the move. It, it doesn't seem like that's the move for these yeah. guys, especially like for a team that had like such long sustain, sustained success with uh, Bobby Cox for so long, they didn't blow it up, you know, right. like, you know, I, I don't think that that's the move. I Freddie Freeman, you know, is the great white hope of Atlanta. He's the new chipper. Like I would be shocked if he didn't sign with Atlanta, right? Or they didn't at least make a major push for him. But, but there's have... a lot. I feel like there's a lot of big first time first baseman and free agents this year. I mean, I think Rizzo's out there. Yep. There's a lot of there's a lot of free agents. This is a this is a kind of a crazy free agent class. So uh, Buck does it for Freeman, and he does it for Carlos Correa. This could be Carlos Correa's last at bat as yeah. an Astro. Um, obviously, the guys that the Braves get as rentals, Soler, Eddie Rosario, um, and then of course Freeman, like we said, become free agents. Correa, Verlander, who you know, I guess wants to come back and play again. Otherwise, what what's he doing? You know, um, mm-hmm. Corey Seager, Trevor Story, Max Scherzer, <laughs> Marcus Marcus Simeon. Chris Bryant, Rizzo, Conforto, Kevin Gaussman. Is it is it is it Trevor Bauer? And Trevor you? and Trevor Bauer um, <laughs> can opt out if he wants, I guess, from his contract. I thought the Dodgers opted out. Do, do they have a team option? I guess not. He's I don't, got a player option. Yeah, I think he's got a player option, so he could opt out. And I guess he would do that if he doesn't think that they're ever going to play him again. I guess he could do that. That. I don't know. Or just be, or just make $30 million to not play baseball. That would seem like the move to me. Cause uh, you know, I don't play baseball and I'd like $30 you, million. You please. pay to play baseball. Yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah. So I, I would take that deal. You know, I would take $30 million not to play bit ba- to pay to play baseball for a year. <laughs> yeah. <That'd be> great. <laughs> great. Now- it's a great deal. Now, props to the Atlanta Braves. I'm wearing my Claremont Lounge shirt, which is just about as close as I'll ever get to supporting the Atlanta Braves. So, yeah, congratulations to you guys. You did it. It fucking makes me ill. Um, and I mean, like, what? I mean, they got so hot. They were they so, so incredibly hot. You know, that's something I was thinking about before, and I'll ask you this question because in 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 like, if you think about it, it doesn't seem like it would. <laughs> affect baseball that much but it really does seem like chemistry affects baseball more than any other sport and you're like how is that possible when these guys really when it's almost like you're playing alone a lot of the game but it really does it really seems like you 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 see teams that just get hot in baseball and do it more often than you see it in certainly in the NBA and then football we're now, we're now at least, you know, 10, 11 years away from like the Packers with Rogers and all the receivers get hurt and they get hot after a wild card. Like we're a long way away from a time. Like this Braves team is not the most talented team, especially with the guys they lost. Right. But in a way, they get a facsimile, a short-term facsimile of Acuna with Jorge Soler. You know, Jorge Soler 
if you just look at these two guys on paper and you just watch both of these guys work out on a traditional workout, you'd be like, well, they're both fucking awesome big time big league right fielders with, you know, ungodly light tower power, huge arms, you know, look like the guy you would put on a billboard to sell your team, right? And all Jorge Soler has to do is be Acuna for two weeks. Right. You know, and, uh, but it almost seems like the, you know, the, the, obviously they, they acquire a lot of guys and they make a push for it, but it almost seems like they were 41 and 41 or 44 and 44, whatever it was, they were a 500 ball club. When Acuna goes down, it almost seems like one of those things where they rally around the injury. Yeah. And they grab these guys. It's like, yeah, they're like, they're not, they're certainly not as talented as the Dodgers. They're certainly not no. as talented, like overall top to bottom as a roster as the uh, Astros. Like they, it seems like they rally around this injury. They bring in guys on rentals and all those guys are like, we have something to prove. Then you get, you know, the guys who you did have like Dansby Swanson, you know, great player. But at this point, like, where do we rank him in like the major league shortstops? But he shows up. Right. I, you got to think, but Dansby, Dansby Swanson is a top 10 MLB shortstop. Wouldn't you say? Right. He's like in that he's, range. Yeah. I mean, he's nine, 10, 11, you know, probably as low as 15, as high as eight. Yeah. Something like that, you know, but yeah, he showed up. I think chemistry in baseball means more kind of means more than basketball or football. Which know? is crazy. Cause like in basketball and football, obviously you have offensive and defense and football, but like in basketball, you kind of need everybody like moving as a school of fish and being on the same. You kind of do, you kind of do, but you can, when it comes down to it, uh, most of the time, if you have the best player, you win. You have right? to, and you have to hit your whole lineup in baseball, and you have to. Like, right. You can't just be like, "Oh, let's give the ball to Solaire again. Let's give it to him." Right. Again. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And then it feels like, like good play can can infect the team more, and bad play can infect the team more. Because you, know? you look, I mean, let's let's talk about the two teams, you know, in the Dodgers and the Astros, who I just brought up in terms of talent. We're going back five years where they're where they have the most talent and they both have one to show for it. Yeah, they both, they both have one to show for it. Right. They've gotten there a bunch of times. They have one to show for it. You get the super hot Braves team. You get the super hot Nationals team. Like they almost get undone last year by the super hot Rays team. Like the, the, you know, the Red Sox win it in a year where people are like, Oh, they're what, you know, like no one was expecting the Red Sox to win the year they did. Now, obviously yeah. they have, they have a lot of talent. They have the money to spend. Um, but, you know, even going, even going back to your giants teams, like, the first one they get, it's like, oh, look at the Giants. And then they, they go, like, we are going to keep this vibe going for, like, 
you know, six years, five years. Yeah. yeah. The, the Royals get that way for a minute. Like even my Mets world series, like appearance, like no one thought they were going to go into Chicago and sweep that series. Just remarkable in baseball over the last, you know, 15 years that it's kind of gone the opposite way of the other sports where you can kind of count on the best, the, the basketball team that has LeBron James on it to be in the finals. You can kind of count on the team with Brady or Mahomes or Rogers to be in the Super Bowl. It's like these in baseball, the, these hot teams have been, I mean, it's almost a yearly occurrence at this point. Right. Right. I mean, like we all thought Max Fried was a talented pitcher in the last yeah. couple of years, but he was an absolute killer last night. Yeah. You know? And I mean, I've seen him in the playoffs before and he was okay. He was kind of up and down, but he just reached a new level last night. Right. Yeah. Like they weren't doing shit with him. And anytime they got, I saw anytime they got like, there was a couple of like a Bregman at bat and maybe a Carlos Correa at bat late where, you know, they could have had a leadoff walk and, there's a ball down uh, on a full full count, which should have been ball four. Yeah, strike three looking, you know. It was like they could just never get anything going. Yeah. And it, yeah. and you're just thinking, Jesus Christ, what has Dusty got to do, man? And I know we I don't talked- think Dusty made any bad, like, uh, managerial moves this time. It wasn't like he – took the ball out of Russ Ortiz's hand and handed him the game ball and said, good job. You won this game after six innings. He didn't do anything like that. I thought he he managed his team well with what he had. Absolutely. You know, it makes you wonder. Yeah. It really like, I, I don't, I don't look at it as the, I just, you know, I just think the, the Atlanta Braves went out and won that series. Yeah. And that's to me, that's kind of everything is this, this like get hot, feeling yourself a little bit, you know, you've, you've convinced yourself that you're uh, an unbeatable team and, and it like, and they owned it and they won. And yeah, like the the Astros had big games in this series and then the games where they lost, they just, you know, it, they, if they didn't score seven or eight runs, they're not winning. It was like, they're out. Yeah, Freed looked great. I mean, I know it's been talked about a lot, but it's still just un it's just unbelievable that Freed, Flaherty, and uh Giolito are on the same Harvard Westlake team. <laughs> like that's just I can't even That's right. right. Now, I mean, did they win the state championship that year? I don't like, think they, who is I, more talent who yeah. is more talented than that high school team? Yeah. Especially I, that's probably a division three, you know, like that's a private school. Yeah. Are they in the division one? I don't know, but yeah. like, you know, they probably didn't win either. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong, but it's wild. I, I think that maybe there's something going on with dusty. Like, like you brought, you know, up, I read you, that, you brought it up pre-show. You said, is there a dusty Baker curse? Is there a dusty Baker curse? Because I also read that he used to carry Satchel Paige's fishing rods, like late in Satchel's career. Now, Satchel Paige, you know, is kind of a a legendary kind of mythical, you know, person and player. And he played forever. And, you know, who who is the guitar player who at the crossroads? 
it's not Rob Johnson, but it's a Johnson of, of some of some ilk that Eric Clapton talks about. Yeah. You know, and maybe Satchel was at the crossroads and wanted to pitch forever. And since Dusty carried his fishing rod, maybe Dusty went to the crossroads and was like, <laughs> it was like, I wanna, you know, I wanna play in the big leagues, I wanna be an all-star, I wanna win World Series, you know, I wanna play with all the greats and and be around manage, for and manage years all the and manage, greats and manage all the greats and and the devil was like yeah fine sounds good but um you know what he didn't tell him he was never going to win a world series as a manager right you just know? like just like a bad you know a, a bad deal with the genie where the genie like right right you know? he didn't he didn't think about it he didn't cross all the t's and dot all the i's Right. Like I saw, Maybe I, he was just like, I just want to beat that fuck Tony LaRusso. I don't care what happens. Like and, I saw, I saw a good meme the other day during the Giants Chiefs game, and it was like, uh, you know, Giants fan finds a genie, and it's like, I just want Daniel Jones to be as good as Patrick Mahomes, and <laughs> not realizing Patrick Mahomes could all of a sudden suck, suck, <laughs> uh, and be a and be a turnover machine. But yeah, so and then like. Dusty, I mean, at this point, how many teams like Dusty? How many teams is he taking to the World Series? Taking the Giants, right? Was he? He wasn't the. He certainly wasn't the manager of the Nationals when they made it, right? Right. Um, it was Dave Martinez, but I think he was he was managing the Nationals right before. while they were in the playoffs. Yep. Uh, he was obviously the Cubs manager when they were in the playoffs with the Epic Meltdown. He was uh, managing the Reds in the playoffs, like in the 2010, 11, 12, somewhere in there. Uh, he's, and he's, now like, the, he's like that. And now the Astros. Isn't there a movie or something like that about a guy who girls immediately marry somebody after they date him? So then it becomes girls wanting to date him just so they can right, find right. The, next like dude. the next guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. now team now teams just like want to hire Dusty Baker, like either immediate. They, you don't want to be the Astros who hire him after you won. You want to hire right. him, hire Before him, fire him, win. That's the right. Way. Exactly right. And it worked for everybody except for uh, the Reds. Yeah, and also, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe Houston. Actually, we got to give. Maybe we're not giving Houston enough credit here. Maybe Houston has the cheating scandal they had they've already won one mm -hmm. maybe they bring in dusty as a reset knowing he's not going to win but he resets them post cheating scandal but he get, he kind of makes them uh he humanizes them again people like you know he's the one likable guy in the Astros organization so like people like me will root for the Astros yeah. then they fire him then they win yeah I mean, you know, God bless you if it works. Yeah. But it, I assume, I assume know. Beltran gets hired by the Astros any minute and then they, they go on to win the World Series. And they win the World Series. With, with a spy, with a spy gate manager, <laughs> with, with the guy who's solely responsible for it. And then Beltran like gets elected to the Hall of Fame because he was kind of a fringe Hall of Fame guy. Then he's a cheater. Then he becomes the manager who uh, he wins the World Series of Manager and then throws, uh, um, you know, gets in the Hall of Fame because 
you got the cheating Astros, the redeemed Astros back to the World Series. So I, as far as the Astros go, I mean, the the Braves certainly won't keep all of these guys around, but they, you know, they could potentially use the fact that guys have a World Series with them to, to like, get a better rate on some of them. But Acuna will be back. Um, I assume a lot of these, I, I assume if they keep... I'm Freddie Freeman's going to be back, man. Freddie Freeman's going to be back, but I'm assuming otherwise. Yeah. Solaire... You know the the rental guys, Rosario. Like you're not keeping all of the ones that you that that you rented. Right. Uh, I think Duval is maybe has another year. Um, the Astros is the big question. Is this if if the plan wasn't the Dusty Baker reset the like Astros clock? Like if Correa leaves. That's, I mean, Springer leaving seemed like it was the beginning of the end, but now they're in a World Series. Like, do you think that they just keep loading talent from their farm system and guys will just dis- like, is, is it the situation where like a Correa disappears and they move in another guy and suddenly him and Altuve are the greatest middle infield duo in history? I, I mean, I have got no idea what the Astros' current farm system is like, you know, but. But it seems like every time you turn around, there's an Alvarez and a there's Tucker. A guy. And a, there's an Alvarez and a Tucker and a, you know, whatever. But I, I mean, I think Tucker's a nice player, but he's, he's not Correa or Springer, right? Or Bregman, right? right? I mean, we don't know yet. He's pretty nice. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of, a, a, you know, what Dave Magadan should have been. Yeah. Mags was good, man. Mags was good, but like Mags was like, he should have been better. Yeah. Right? Like, wasn't he a really high draft pick for you guys? I'm like, you know, he had that sweet swing, but he just didn't hit the hit enough. He he was good. Yeah. But not quite enough. I, I feel I feel like Mags was uh a guy who like if he if he comes up with the same swing today, they're like, oh. Don't you know that you should just adjust this a little bit and give up like 40 points on your average, but hit 15 more bombs a year and yeah. be and be like a three hitter instead of like a two hitter or a six like hitter? A tr- yeah, not, like being like a new two hitter, not an old two, two yeah. or seven guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, or one, too early, man. I, I think, you know, the sad thing about Dave Magadan, I can't believe we've gone down a Dave Magadan rabbit hole. But uh, I think he's now most famous for being the guy in Little Big League who, when they're watching, <laughs> after the Minnesota Twins clinch a tie, they need, the, they need the Mariners to lose so that they can get the one-game playoff that they eventually play. And Jonathan Silverman is watching on TV, and he goes, I love you, Mags, but die like a dog. <laughs> And Magadan grounds into a double play and right. the one the one game playoff happens. <laughs> a lot of former Mets in Little Big League. Kevin Elster, yeah. the start the starting Kevin shortstop Elster. on that team. Yeah. Who else was in Little Big League? Santana wasn't in Little Big League, was he? No. Uh Randy Johnson. Kevin McReynolds. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson was. Griffey was. Griffey was. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, was so. we Mazzilli in Little Big League? <laughs> I don't think so. When I think of like impotent Mets, I think of Lee Mazzilli for some reason. Well, Lee Mazzilli is like a long time Mets who weren't that good. Yeah. And also it's like New Yorker, Italian is like they really, right. they, they, they were like fan favorite that he, right. that they, he was going to get a, he was going to get they a million They really shots. wanted him to be good. They yeah. really wanted him to be good. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, John Franco was the real, was the real deal. New York Italian. Yeah. His father yeah. working on a garbage truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's the World Series, and that's and that's the the 2021 season. Um, how do you like? What do you see as our? Obviously, we have free agency coming up, and we have awards coming up, and we'll do we'll do that stuff. But like, looking forward to an off season and a 2022. You know, I believe it's 102 uh, days until pitchers and catchers reports. Right. So start, and we may see a. Uh, labor, another labor stoppage is what I hear. What the fuck, man? But what's your, what's your like off season hopes? Like what, you know, I mean, honestly, most of my off off season hopes are like the Giants sign exciting players and the Mets um, hire Bruce Bochy. (laughs) That would be great. Currently the Dodgers are off season favorites to win the 2022 World Series followed Always by are. followed by the, the Astros. Oh, it's not. Yep, it goes saw... 11 and 11 to 2 Dodgers odds, Astros 7 to 1, Braves 9 to 1, Yankees 10 to 1, White Sox 12 to 1, Red Sox 14 to 1, Rays 14 to 1, Giants 16 to 1, Padres 16 to 1, Brewers 16 to 1, Blue Jays 18 to 1, Mets 20 to one. It would be awesome if I absolutely knew for sure that Dusty Baker was going to be the manager of the Astros. And then I would throw a lot of, like a lot of money that the Astros don't win it. Whatever those odds were. How how do you think mattress Mac is feeling? Or the guy who bet 39 mil. Yeah. I read some, I read some dumb shit yesterday about like how all of these, they like this bet is like, yeah, he loves winning the money, but also like the publicity gets, and I'm like, there's just no way that the publicity is worth betting millions on. You're not selling $39 million worth of mattresses on because you were on TV betting an absurd amount of money on the Astros on Dusty Baker. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe Mattress Mac was was the devil himself. Right. Laughing at Dusty Baker. <laughs> he took the form of Mattress Mac, betting all his money on Dusty Baker, just to amuse himself, knowing that he already cursed Dusty Baker in, you know, 1969. Does Mattress Mac have a, a sports almanac and he just and he sometimes he throws out these bets just to like throw people off the scent? <laughs> Like mattress Mac is is Biff, <laughs> he, but he but he's smarter than Biff because if he just right, win, right. if he just he wins can't all win the t- all the time, right, right. So you gotta, like you got to throw some big losers out there, and then get people and, off the scent, and then quietly tomorrow puts you know 
three million on the long shot to win the Breeders' Cup, and no one knows about it because he's not talking about it, and just like, you know, casually wins his thirty-nine million back. Exactly. <laughs> Avoiding the TVA. Oh wait, you never saw Loki. You don't know about the, the time variance authority. No. <laughs> That's it. That's it. They 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 fuck with time travelers, fucking up the uh, the timeline, which was Matt, which Mattress Mac would be doing, you know, which which uh, Biff would be doing, making those big bets in Sports Almanac. Do I need to watch Loki? I think so. You think it's a must? I mean, watch. I mean, I think it's their best series, you know. And you know, I've seen all the series. I know, you know. Like, did you did you like the Mandalorian? Did you watch the Mandalorian? I liked the Mandalorian. I didn't love the Mandalorian. I thought the Mandalorian, like up until for the people who haven't seen it up until the big reveal at the end, which was like, uh-huh. as a guy who's, you know, a star Wars fan my whole life, but not like a star Wars nut. Like yeah. I bone, I bonered out at that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for us. That's for the 79ers yeah. and the 80s <laughs> yeah. and the, yeah. that's yeah. for us. But otherwise it, it kind of felt, I think I've described it as like uh, like Star Wars Entourage, where like we have a problem each episode and then we solve the problem. But then right as the episode ends, we realize we have another problem and then we'll handle next episode. We'll handle that problem next episode. And it just seemed like a little too. I don't know. Seemed like a little too like. We 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 give you an issue and then we resolve it and then we do it again. Uh, I don't know. Well, I, I I mean, I felt like there was there was an you know an ongoing storyline of it's kind of like you know that classic western kind of deal with the gunfighter and the kid. Yeah. And and the gunfighter doesn't want to protect the kid, but you know he's got to. And each in each episode, yeah, there's a new problem, but it's all the same problem. You got to protect that kid, right? You know. So, I thought it was good. As far as Loki goes, yeah, I think you should watch it. It's fucking weird. It's great. I like weird. Yeah, it's it's definitely the weirdest. Yeah, it's definitely the weirdest. So, yeah, go see it. I'll check it out now. Now, now that baseball's over, what else do I? Have yeah, to do? yeah. What do we? What do my, we do now? My football season is over. Uh, uh, the new Cap series is coming out. Colin Kaepernick series is coming out. Oh yeah, there we go. You know, yeah, there's something. Talk <laughs> about raw quarterbacks not ready, can't read the defense, some microaggressions. You know. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I'm 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 looking for the off season. I'm kind of hoping like all these, uh, you know, these dude of the year candidates like Nick Castellanos and uh, I feel like Jorge Soler has got to be on just, just for that home run, you know, alone. I think Nate Nate Craig joked that he uh, got to first base and put on a bigger chain. And (laughs) (laughs) do we, do we, here's what I think we should do. We should absolutely open up the uh dms to due to the year candidates because our next episode yes. our next episode will absolutely be an award show episode right um you know that's that's what's upon us next is yeah is the awards stuff um what, so, what are our awards due to year are we going mvps 
American League, National League rookies of the years. Cy Youngs. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, uh, we have, you know, we have a lot of sliders. Creepy, creepy manager of the year. We have a lot of sliders who have, who, who got in on the Randy for ROI bat. Right. So we're, we're holding out hope of that. It's not looking good, but it's not looking yeah. terrible. Um, the one, uh, the one message that we did get since our last episode was from Nick Treadwell at Nick Tread on uh, Twitter. He sent us the Brian Cranston, uh, Brian Cranston letter. So Brian Cranston writes on Instagram, I've got some thoughts to share on this eve of the World Series. I was born and raised in Los Angeles, so I've loved the Dodgers all my life. By extension, I've hated the rival San Francisco Giants and their success against us, but I've never disrespected them. That's not the case with the Astros. They've been exposed as cheaters, not in a good old-fashioned baseball way, but in a calculated, devious use of technology and a trash can way. The kicker is that they were already a very talented team. They sullied the reputation of baseball, their fans, and themselves out of pure ego. They disrespected the game, and that is why they are universally disrespected and despised by nearly everyone who loves baseball, including me. Their duplicity was met with finger-waving admonishment as their punishment. The commissioner's failure to protect the integrity of the game was a disappointment, so maybe baseball writers can administer justice to these cheaters by remembering years from now that several great players are hoping to enter the hall. Correa, Altuve, Bregman, etc. All have a good shot at being elected to the Hall of Infamy. I hope they make it. Go Braves. What well, fucking Walter White on them. Yeah, well, that is all true. And I agree with him. Here's another thing that's true, Dodger fan. You lost two home games in that series, including a game seven, where there was no trash can. Right. So go fuck yourselves a little bit. <laughs> I do feel for Dodger fans in that way, but it, you know, it's a little hollow when you lose a game seven at home, bro. I, my, and I, guess, another home I guess the bigger question is we've done the PEDs thing, the gambling right. thing. It's in, it's insane now that during major league baseball games, they give you the, they give you live game odds. Mm-hmm. If you want to go on FanDuel and bet live game odds, and yet Pete Rose is like, can't even get the broadcast because they banned the broadcast from going to his home or something like that. Um, <laughs> but we've done it with some, we've done it with some PEDers. We've done it with Pete Rose for gambling. Do you right. think that, I mean, Jose Altuve for sure, more so than the other guys, but right now Altuve at this pace is like a cinch hall of famer. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one because it wasn't roids and he, and he wasn't, are we sure he had the little like heart monitor thing or whatever that was? That seems like that's that's something I need to get to the bottom of. It seems like if they had that technology, then they wouldn't have needed the trash can. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And he had a pretty good season this year. Uh, we're, we're assuming without the track. Game, right. right? Um, yeah. I think he actually probably gets in just because he's so small and it's so incredible, you know, 
Like if Spud Webb had like springs in his shoes and won a dunk contest, would you be like, oh man, that's that you're fucking cheating. Right. But still he's five six. <laughs> Here's a question for you. What level of baseball do you think you could have achieved if you knew what pitch was coming every time? I mean, probably the same. I would probably outthink myself. <laughs> the same. <laughs> like, I would probably outthink myself. Like, if the catcher was like, catcher's like, there's a fastball coming. I assure you there's a fastball coming. I would be like, this guy's a fucking liar. It's a changeup. I know it. You know? Like, it's, it's where, it's why I think George Brett had it best, where he said, like, you don't even want positive thoughts in your brain because like you want no thoughts because even a positive thought could throw you off. Right. It's better than a negative thought, but you actually just want no thoughts. Right. You know? And that's why George Springer was like, Hey man, don't even tell me because I'm too mental. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't think it would have helped me. I'm too (laughs) thinky. I'm too thinky. I'm way better when there's nothing going through my brain. <laughs> Just react. <laughs> right, right. Just see ball, hit ball. Yeah. Don't fucking tell me. I don't want to think about sequences. I don't even want to think about like, you know, you know. I mean, I would like watch a pitcher. Now I'll watch a pitcher and I'll see what he, he throws on two strikes or whatever. Um, but I'm still shocked when, when, when uh, you know, pitchers throw me off speed. Cause I'm down in the lineup. Like, what are you doing? Are you trying to trick an old man? Just throw me fastballs, but they know I hit fastballs. So like they, they try to trick me (laughs) and I can't believe it. And I still can't believe it. So I would, I would have ended up the same place. So, So, uh, let's, let's wrap us up here. We have, uh, you know, it was, we were, were doing a, a brief World Series wrap, but going forward, we have awards to come. We have free right. agency to come. And then, of course, we'll have, you know, winter meetings and all that. Uh, what 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 is your. What's your status now that baseball is over? You are a I mean, have you given up entirely on the 49ers? I will not give up on the 49ers till they till like. They're eliminated from playoff contention. They're eliminated from playoffs, but I, I am, I, I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna fuck up and keep Jimmy Garoppolo in there. I think what we saw against Chicago was complete fugazi. Like, bro, the Bears are bad, and they didn't even have Khalil Mack, and it took us a whole half to figure out what to do. I mean, are you kidding me? I'm gonna ask you one question. And it's going to be the most I've ever maybe like actively tried to trigger you in, yeah. in, in any regard. <laughs> oh, wow. This is exciting. Do you wish you drafted Mac Jones? No. Really? No, no, no. Come on. I don't want another Jimmy. He looks really good. Next level. He looks. Yeah. He looks really good for like, he's, he's well coached. And he's doing exactly what he did at Alabama, which is game manage and be a, a John Stockton point guard. I don't do want you, a John Stockton. Do point you guard. wish 
you just didn't even make a move and just took who was ever there when it got to you? Um, you still believe in Trey Lance? Oh, I believe in Trey Lance. I, I 100% believe in Trey Lance. I don't believe that Kyle Shanahan is the best guy for Trey Lance. I think Kyle Shanahan is rigid. And um, the only way uh, Kyle Shanahan would ever start a rookie is if his boss told him he had to, which, which happened in, in Washington. But if you watch the Trey Lance, the one Trey Lance start, like they should have won that game by just kicking field goals instead of going for it on fourth down. And like they didn't run the same offense they run with Jimmy with the bootlegs and stuff. They ran some kind of weird Tim Tebow yeah. fucking offense. Yeah. So I put that whole uh, that whole thing on Kyle, and including getting the guy hurt by running him sixteen times out of an empty set. What yeah, the that's fuck stupid. was that? Yeah, it's fucking dumb. No, I 100 percent believe in Trey Lance. I think I think Mac Jones is going to be a good player, and I always did think Mac Jones was going to be a good player, but I didn't think he was good enough to warrant a uh, trading two, three round uh, first round draft picks for him. Right. No, no I agree. Cause you didn't, you, I mean, obviously you didn't have to because he goes 12th or 15th or whatever. He, he went 15th. Yeah. 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 Now if like they, if they sat there and we drafted Mac Jones and somebody else drafted Trey Lance ahead of us, I would be bummed, but I'd be okay with it, you know? But if they, if we sat, sat there and Trey Lance and Mac Jones and Justin Fields were even still on the board and we took Mac Jones over those two guys, I would have been kind of bummed. Yeah. I knew Mac Jones would be decent with, with Belichick. And I mean, he's got two star tight ends. He's got some receivers. He's got, they've got a running back now. They're not asking him to do too much. And what are your what's your what's your status with your uh, Golden State Warriors? Are you hopeful? Oh, love you, it, love it, love what, it. What's your what's your honest hope? Like what what's your like best case hope for them this year? Without like just being an over the top, I'd be like, I hope they win the whole thing. Like, what's your I always hope they win the whole thing. Well, of course. I think they should. I think they should at least win a playoff series this year. At least. I mean, if Clay's there, I think they should win too. Honestly. Um, so that's a you know that's a, that's a Western Conference Lakers, Finals appearance. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, who else is really that good in the West? Utah. Uh, Utah. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Everybody, everybody else is four and three under them. Denver, I believe, is four and three. Dallas, I believe, is four and three. Don't we don't we feel like Denver was a little bit of fugazi last year? I do. We I think, do. Do we I think do. the Suns are that good? I I, I thought. I, I, listen, I my thoughts on the Suns, and I, we haven't dug in this enough on dirty sports, so I'm glad you, yeah. you're asking. But I I thought the obvious smart play. For the Suns is focus on all the young guys who are able to get you there. Spend your money wisely to do team friendly ish deals with the guys who got you there. And just, you just have to let Chris Paul go. I feel like you just have to let him go. They did the complete opposite. They give Chris Paul the max deal. And now they're not going to give Aiton a max deal. 
And it's like, what's silly. What is your game plan here to win the championship this year? And that's it. It feels really, really dumb. Like I understand the thing, but like, look at some other great sports franchises. It's like knowing when you've got like, that was Pete Chris Paul. That was Pete Chris Paul. It's a little bit like with the Giants this year. Like, do I want to see them re-sign Buster, Belt, like, and all those old no, guys? No, you can't. You Not, can't. You can't do it. I'd rather them sign Jorge Soler and, and like, some young studs. And, keep you know? one, and, and, and pick one of those guys, whoever it is. You know, is it Crawford? Is it Buster? I think they, they extended Crawford. I think they – I think if, you, if it's between Belt and Posey, I pick Posey, and then I let Belt go and try to sign a pitcher, you know? Yeah. Honestly, right? I, think, I think the smart thing, if you've already extended Crawford, is he's your tie to the successful era, and you right. just – I mean, you already let Bumgarner go, so it's like, you know, just let everybody go, have one link, and rebuild. Right. And, right. and, and obviously they've done a good job of starting a rebuild, but you can't, you know, what's your end game here? You want a hundred and you won the most games you have in your franchise's history. You run back Longoria, Posey, Belt, like it's can't, can't do it. No can't way it. it works. Can't do it. Right. You know, you're not going to have like three or four 35 year old guys have career years, two years in a row. Right. It's not going to happen. And, like, this is what's going to happen with the Suns. Fucking uh, Chris Paul is going to tear that hamstring come February. And now you're rudderless again. You know? So, I feel really good about the Buster Posey retiring. That's happening right now? Right now. Wow. Wow. Well, that, you know, that helps. Jesus. How is that possible? I don't know. I, I mean, that, that just came on Bleacher Report. That's breaking news. Yeah, it's breaking news. Buster retires. Fucking wow. I don't know how I feel about that. His hip must be destroyed. It just must be. It just must hurt too much. I cannot believe. I mean, I'm looking this up right now. That kind of like, yeah, go ahead. Wow. Buster Posey. Three titles. An MVP, a rookie of the year. Will announce his retirement tomorrow. Wow. Well, I still you say let you the let, rebuild begin. I still say yeah. you let Brandon Belt get fucked. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. Oh man. I mean, I'm happy for him, but I kind of I mean, want to this, see this... him get make the Hall of Fame, and I don't think he will now. Well, here's the thing, Laz. We were we were sort of you know, at a moment in the show where it's like, well, where does this episode go? So from here on out, this is it. We're, we're going to do a, uh, a wake for Buster Posey. Give me your initial, uh, I, 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 I open the floor to you for 90 seconds to two minutes. Let's talk about Buster Posey, uh, and what he meant to you as a San Francisco giants fan and how you feel right now. Oh, well, I mean, Buster Posey was, I, I feel like the first players, like since Will Clark to be like highly, you know, the, the first player since Will Clark to be like highly drafted, huge, um, 
you know, everybody thought he was going to be awesome and deliver. You know, he came up. I remember when he came up in 2009, they wouldn't let him play and everybody's pissed. And then, like, it took him forever to bring him up because Bochi was just tied at the hip to Benji Molina. And then, like, it was literally we were, we were going to have to shoot Benji Molina to get Buster Posey up there. Benji Molina at that point was so slow, it would take four singles to score him, you know. And finally, they traded uh, Benji Molina and Buster Posey just took off. And he was like, it was like he was always a 10-year veteran from minute one. And I thought he was going to be an easy Hall of Famer until uh, that guy from Florida fucking speared him. <laughs> and uh, yeah, wow. What a, what a great player. What an incredible uh, Bay Area athlete. You know, he's got to go up there with the, the Joe Montana's, the Jerry Rice's, and the Steph Curry's as uh, great champions from the Bay, you know? He goes... It's too bad to... He goes seven games in 2009. He comes up, you know, he's official rookie 2010. He plays 108 games. He hits 18 bombs, 67 RBI, and hits 305. And he was he was the cleanup hitter from minute one. And he's a rookie of the year. 2011, 45 games. And then after that, I mean, he plays all the games. Yeah. 2012, he's an MVP. Um, he went like 324 bombs, 100 RBIs was like pretty much, it was pretty much him and Yachty as far as National League catchers at the all-star game. It was one of those guys starting, um, like one of the great catchers, great arm, hose dudes all the time. Just like one of the most complete baseball players the Giants have ever had, I, I would say. I mean, he hits 336 in 2012 following the fucking injury. Yeah. Bananas. Yeah. And then I think it was just degenerative from there. Yeah. But in, how is that? At, after the injury, he goes 148 games, 148, 148, 147, 150, 146, 140, 105 in 2018, 114. In 2019, 2019 took 2020 play. off. Takes 2020 off. Comes back, has a good year this year. And then that's it. So 10 years? Yeah. 12, 12 seasons he participated in, really 10. Mm-hmm. Really nine and a half. Yeah. Man, gone too soon. That is tough. I mean, it, it really like... I mean, you could almost argue... Yeah, you can't really. His fifteen hundred hits and one hundred fifty eight bombs. He hit three hundred two for a career. That's something. Yeah, but it's not quite enough. You He's know, a one, two, three. But probably seven All Stars. Five to six. Five, six, five six, six, seven. Six time. No, seven time All Star. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven time All Star. He gets MVP. You're seven-time All-Star in nine years in the MVP, a rookie of the year. I mean, some serious hardware. Golden Spikes award winner. I mean, he gets MVP votes in one, two, three, four, five seasons, six seasons. 
but finishes first, finishes sixth, three top tens. You know, I don't think it's enough, but I think you're going to hear a lot of arguments that it is enough. Yeah. I mean, whether he's a Hall of Famer or not, he is an absolutely great all-time great baseball player. You know, that's a that's a base that's a baseball player's baseball player, Buster Posey. Damn, really hit me. Well, I'll tell you what, our, our fuck him is easy today. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Because okay. I mean, you you almost want to say fuck the dude who ran over Buster Posey in this what moment. What was his name? Scott. Yeah. Scott something. And he was a Bay Area kid too. But I think okay. more importantly, Buster only with one of the shittiest takes of did you see this tweet that I mocked yesterday? No. He I don't know what Buster only's beef is with the Mets. I think it's a Will Pond thing. And oh, then yeah. and then like I think they stopped giving him access at some point. Buster only has some beef with the Mets that somebody needs to get to the bottom of, but he has beef, but he, he did this thing yesterday where he shit on the Mets for firing their GM who got a DUI last year and didn't tell the team about it. He got a DUI on the way back from a Steve Cohen party. Doesn't tell the team the season ends. They are like, we're looking for a new GM and this guy's out. Yeah. Buster Buster only writes some horrific tweet about how like they should have, you know, kept him and moved him into some other front office position that didn't have the publicity of the GM because move him into another position where he can get DUIs and nobody cares. Yeah. And and basically his his reasoning is that the Mets don't have a franchise policy about DUIs. <laughs> so why wouldn't they do that? Did he delete the fucking tweet? He might have deleted the tweet. What a shithead. I think he fucking deleted it. What it that makes him an even worse piece of shit. Wow. I'm trying to see. It looks like he met Buster may have deleted it. But anyway, oh here it is. At the precise time that the Mets need front office help. They fire Zach Scott. They could have simply shifted him into a role with a lower profile, the job for which he was hired and drawn on his knowledge as they began to reshape the team for 2022. Nah, bro. Especially fucking the day Henry Ruggs murders somebody via DUI. Like we're not doing the DUI guy gets to fucking stick around, but it's very easy because for me, Buster as a name. I mean, I, I, I almost feel like Buster Posey got half of his fucking legitimacy from being named Buster, Buster Posey, Buster Keaton, fucking Buster Douglas. Like your name is Buster. You're probably a fucking pretty kick-ass dude. Unless you're Buster only. Who's just a fucking <laughs> clown. Yeah. So it's safe to me, not only for his tweet and his hatred of my team, but for, for, Give putting any or for destroying the name of Buster, destroying an under otherwise undefeated flawless record for the name yeah. Buster. <laughs> what a fucking dickhead! Agreed. So, so 
So fuck Buster Po. Fuck fuck Buster only. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs>